Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy and with me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Good morning, Pat. How are you today? I am tired. I don't... Yeah. No, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. I don't like any of this... I don't like any of this business where uh, we're tired. It's, it's, no, it's ridiculous. It's not fun. It's I'm not, not happy fun. about it. I had my diversity training meeting last night and that was, <sighs> you know, as thrilling as you can imagine. Oh, I can imagine. We had in uh, a unconscious bias safety meeting that took okay. half an hour yeah oh good lord it has nothing do- to do what we do with right did you watch a video and have to answer oh. questions oh, that's what yeah. I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was great I, I did get a new pair of headphones out of it so that's nice oh there you go we didn't yeah. even get that they give you free earbuds well no everybody has to um do it on a laptop so everybody's like sequestered in their own little booth in the conference room right and then um, I felt like we were voting for something. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they have like a, like glass in front, and then they have partitions. Like you're at the library, right? Right. Yeah. So that way you can be safe and still get on the computers and all that yeah. kind of nonsense. Yeah. So like I I had my uh, I had my uh, you know we were all masked up and we have our proximity alarms on our lanyards, right? So of course you're still within six feet of people. And so every done. time you're within six feet of someone, it vibrates. So the whole time it's like, I'm within six feet of like four people, you know, like, it's dead. Don't forget Steve. What about this guy? Also this guy. And I'm like, dude, this is making me really hard to watch the creepy guy hit on the Russian lady in the video. Like, oh, let me tell you, they hired some amazing this is where Hollywood should be going to get to get people because the creepy guy is the, they everybody who tries to act like a complete cat in these success. <laughs> Good job, folks. Good job. Yeah. yeah. They just basically tell them be as creepy as you can. Go there. Okay. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, well, that one guy is just so bad. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> Understood. Go ahead. So let's talk about um, Garamond's Revenge. Oh, I had oh no, Garamond Strikes Back. Back. Yes. I don't know why I said Garamond's Revenge. It's 417, 1966. Uh, Samanje is our director. Tetsuo Kinjo is our screenplay writer and special skill director, uh, Toru Matoba. Um, so in the middle of the night, a mysterious man steals the Tilsonite rock from the Tokyo Astrophysics Research Institute. Um, and he does it. Doesn't he have like a, um, like a drone? No, he sort has of? a remote. Oh, he's got a remote control. Safe. safe. That's yeah. right. I remember using the remote control. That seems like the world's most imprecise remote control. It's got like a, a swing arm on it. Yeah. And that's but about it. He seems to be able to use it for everything he wants to yeah. use it for. Well, it's a so universal remote. Of course it is. Yeah, it's a, you know, <laughs> it's a the first universal remote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, this guy, I have written down, he looks like. Oh, he's you know, your. 
prototypical bad guy. He's got his hat, he's got his glasses, and he looks like he's a bad guy. There's no yeah. way around it. You can tell he's supposed to be your bad guy. All right. Yeah. No, I had a I had a note here that this guy looks like and then I wrote the name and I can't read the name. So uh, there you have it. <laughs> it looks like somebody that you know, but can't, don't yeah. remember. Yeah. So <laughs> eh, what are you gonna do? Um not much. Um, so, you know, then we get, um, we also see, um, our hero June at at one point and he checks another watch and it's an Omega this time. And I'm like, of course, this guy just likes nice watches, Pat, is what it comes down to. Hey, listen, he can live the lifestyle. God bless him. I don't know. He's got some dough, man. He's got his own plane. Uh, well, he's got his own plane business. So, well, there you go. Like he's probably (laughs) owns more than one plane. I would think. Yeah, you know? I would like to think so, anyway. The guy's got some money. Yes. Plus, didn't we didn't didn't want? Oh yeah, that one guy firebombed. He took the he took his plane and like firebombed something when he drove into a monster. Drove, yeah, flew into a, a monster. Yes. Yeah. So he figured probably got a fat check out of that. You know. Yeah. Maybe he upgraded the check. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe he upgraded a new Cessna because you know he's like why uh, not. Also, I had 47 pounds of gold in the back of the old one. You know. <laughs> Don't know. I, you can't prove that I didn't. So I Yeah, that cargo hold was full of priceless antiques. <laughs> Insurance fraud, though. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, so, um, okay, fine. Um, then there's a group of meteors uh, detected approaching Earth, and June and the others fear that an invasion from outer space is once again imminent. Um, so the guy hides the Tilsonite in a, uh, in a contrabase case or I thought it was case. a cell. Oh, there you go. Thank you. They're very similar instruments, but I was, I was once yelled at by an orchestra student. <laughs> ah, fine. <laughs> I don't want to say yelled at. They're like, no, it's completely different. This is the, this is the. And I'm like, yeah, I'll okay. remember that forever. Nope. <laughs> no. No, 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 I will not remember that forever. Um, but what can you do? You know, that's 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 the way it goes, yeah. So I know that, um, they I have a thing here that's written as reverse hitchhiking. Oh, yeah, when the truck breaks down, when he makes the guy's truck break down, he's like, All right, you're taking me here, you're going here, right? I'll I'll go and get in, I'll take a ride with you. And he's like, Somehow, guess, (laughs) and it's basically what the truck driver does is. All right, I guess. Uh, yeah. What else am I supposed to do? Yeah. I can't then, get my truck to start, and then right, and then it starts. Well, he used he his uses the remote, obviously. universal remote to get yeah. it to stop right in front of him, and yeah, then well, start up again. Sure, sure. And how does he know where the guy's going? That's my favorite. Like, hey, you're going to here, right? I guess yeah. the road basically goes to that town, and if you're in a truck, you're going to that town. You're not going to stop yeah. at every little house on the way. Sure, I buy so, that. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Um, and it's like when all the kids get the kids try to stop. And they're like, "Hey, can you, can you take us into Tokyo or whatever?" And yeah. the guy with the hat's like, "No, no." The gangster-looking guy's like, "No, no, don't do it. Come on, <laughs> let's go." He basically steals the guy's truck. Pretty much. Pretty much. I'm like, "Oh man, all right, fine." But yeah, so uh, one of the kids hides in the back of the truck and finds the uh, Tilsonite meteorite in the. Um, in the in the case, right? And he's like, "Oh, what is this thing?" And it starts to fly. And uh, I love that the guy in the in the beginning um, is so freaked out by the 
floating Tilsonite rock, like, so freaked out. Well, I mean, if, if you all of a sudden saw a rock flying about your head, yeah. you might be a little freaked out as well. That's well, I would exactly assume Jedi, but, you know... Um, <laughs> but that's now. This is yeah, before Jedi. This is true. This is, you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, well, technically... The Jedi were a long, long time ago. Uh, in a galaxy far, far, far away far is away. the problem. That's right, yeah. No, <laughs> you know how it is. But I love when they go to the radio lab and they're, like, looking for signals. And I noticed this. One of the one of the dials on the device that they're using is labeled astigmatism. I don't even know what that is. Like a bad eyesight kind of deal? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm like... And I know someone's going to be like, oh, that's because this is also an electronics term for radio waves or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Well, at least now when they correct us, we know what they're going to be talking about. So we're good with it. (laughs) So uh, soon the city is besieged by two flaming meteorites, which crash land in the heart of Tokyo, unleashing a pair of Garamon. Hold on just a second before you get to that. Yeah, please. What did you notice that the truck driver had? A cigarette? No, not just that. <laughs> he had his oh. radio hanging from his mirror yeah, because sure. it wasn't part of the car, part That's of right. the truck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess this was before radios were a convenient accessory. Well, I bet you they, I bet your cars had them, but people were like, just truck drivers. What do they need a radio for? They only drive long distances by themselves. You know, like, <laughs> why would they need to stay awake? Oh, we can just give them pet pills. I guess. I guess. Remember that when people are like, what are you taking, pet pills? And I'm like, that's a common enough expression that amphetamines. Everybody knows what it is. Yeah, yeah. like that amphetamines <laughs> were just like, wow, this guy's up on pet pills. You know, like, hey, uh, what? <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, exactly. what now? <laughs> You're doing what? And driving? Oh, that's a good combination, yeah. sure. Look, I'm not saying that in college I didn't do a lot of no-dos for long drives. I'm not saying that. These things have happened. But, I understand. Like, I understand. You know, you know, you take two no-dos and you drink a big thing of 7-Eleven coffee and you get things done that <laughs> need to be done. <laughs> you get to your place and then you try to find a way to get back to sleep because you're awake for a Eight hours. Yeah, you're vibrating with a specific frequency that you hope doesn't separate your <laughs> molecules enough that you sink through the mattress. That's the exactly. thing. <laughs> you know, you get home and you're, you know, you've done, you've done what you needed to do that night, but you're like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you can't get yeah. to sleep for a good while. We've yeah, all yeah. been there. Yeah, yeah, but so the monsters start wrecking the city. Um, and uh, what's, it was a really nice shot. Now, it's obvious that they only have the one Garamond suit. And right, no, have, of course. And they have done some uh, probably rever- uh, rear projection work of they shoot the monster destroying one area, then they project that film onto the, a screen, and they have the other monster and buildings in front of it. And he hey, it's close enough it. that you're yeah. good with it, and you can go, yeah, all right. That, I'll, I was fine I'm with it. It's 1966. It's yeah. We're not splitting the atom here. Like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> we had monsters breaking up the city. And, <laughs> you know, I love the fact that they're trying to make Garamon this menacing, terrifying yeah. thing. Well, and I mean, they got to try to go. 
She's just looking at him going, nah. <laughs> Sloppy hands. He's got the kind of sad sack face. <laughs> I, uh, but that's why they made him Pigmon later on is because, you know what? He doesn't scare anybody. Make a bunch of people monster. probably wrote in. A bunch of people wrote in and were like, oh, he would be cute if he wasn't giant size. A bunch of the guys were like, wait a minute. <laughs> what if he wasn't giant size? How about that? Could we do that? Yeah, we could do that. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Uh... So, I'm like, okay. And what I really liked is they, they, they uh, this whole thing takes place on Route 17. Okay. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that it was yeah, 17. I, I assume it was somewhere up by Paramus because I'm not super. <gasps> That's got to be where it was, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Japan. Tokyo Paramus. Japaramus. <laughs> Japan's Paramus. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, and then I have a thing that has oh, murder, murder at the water waterfront. Um, yeah, because that was a great, that was amazing stuff. Like, I didn't notice a murder at the waterfront. I noticed no, the, I haven't. the meteor, not a murder. Meteor, yeah, meteor. That's it. Meteor at the waterfront. Damn it! I got to start writing murder. clear. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was that was great when that thing. Oh, that was in. very well done. Yeah, that I did like. That I did yeah. like. They do. I mean, like you say, some of the stuff you overlook because you're like, eh, it's what they could do at the time. But then some of it, you go, wow, that's really effective even now. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I'm enjoying all of the uh, every time something uh, uh, cracks itself out of a rock in this show, or they have to show some sort of damage. The cell animation cracks that climb up the oh, whatever yeah. it happens. To oh be. yeah, very cool. Very <laughs> I enjoy well. that very much. That's some guy just with literally sitting over a 16 or no, this is a 35 millimeter print of a 35 millimeter film, just like okay, let's draw that yeah. in there. And yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, well done. Well done stuff. Amazing work. Yeah. And then there's a point where they're trying to, they're trying to, the Jew and everybody are trying to um, follow the guy, you know, the bad guy and with uh, the truck. And it's like, can someone lend us a car? And nobody was like, wait, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're in the middle of nowhere. Hey, can yeah. we borrow your car? You got here somehow, right? Yeah, sure. All right, let's, let's, let's. Wait let's, a second. <laughs> but hold on. <laughs> Just, hmm, I don't mean to ask questions, but I got a couple but. of questions. <laughs> Much like Columbo, I got a couple of questions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So okay, fine. So they they uh they they rescue the Tulsanite, um, and they're up by a remote lake, and they rescue the Tulsanite. Um, Hanazawa encases the alien rocket a special screen mesh, so sure. basically the portable Faraday uh, foil. Right, um, of course, because that's yeah. how things work. And then the two Garamans collapse into a heap, leaking. Right. As soon as he puts this little Faraday cage, whatever, over the rock, yeah. that instantly stops the radio waves, and they just freeze? Okay, sure. Well, well, not only do they freeze, but they appear to just, like, completely break down. Like, and just, oh, like, robot spit comes out of their mouth. Yeah, and I don't quite understand how that works, but all right. science. Oh, what am I thinking? Am I thinking? Come on, <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> it's, it's patently obvious, like that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I should still be wearing a lab coat, it's so obvious. <laughs> oh, so, God. yeah, 
So, you know, then reveal that the uh, man reveals his true identity as a cicada human and uh, goes towards the lake and a spacecraft uh, rises from the waters, which is also a really snappy, um, snappy little piece of special effects. Yeah. Yes. But instead of rescuing him, he just lights the guy up. Which I didn't understand why it would do that, but I guess it's you didn't do what we needed you to do. Yeah. So. Die. You have failed, so we're gonna we're gonna kill you now. I guess like, makes a lot of sense. No <laughs> loose ends. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe they were, maybe the guys just screw up at the office back home, and they're like, you know what? One last shot. Uh, wh- what do you think you can make? Uh, third thing surrenders. Like, I totally got that. I'll put on a sweet suit and I'll steal of your thing. And oh god, you know, for the, let's be honest. He came awfully close. Like it was close. If I might it wasn't give him for the stupid Faraday cage over the rock. He would have yeah. succeeded. I might give the guy partial credit, but not you're not that alien, so no, he gets I mean, no like, credit. Yeah, it might be <laughs> one of those things where you're like, you know what, Trevor, you did a good job. You you got us real close this time. We can learn from this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I, it's funny that they never, as far as I know, brought Garamond back as a um, giant monster. You know what I mean? Well, like, no, once he becomes Pigmon, you can't because now everybody <laughs> knows him as Pigmon. I mean, the, let's see. The first time I saw this Garamon as a giant monster, I'm like, okay, it's a giant Pigmon. It's just so obvious that it's Pigmon. You can't bring him back as a giant. It won't work. Well, did you see in the uh, the new uh, Sevenger web series that's coming out? I haven't right? watched that yet. <gasps> you haven't watched the trailer? No, I haven't watched the trailer. I haven't had time. I've been doing a hundred other things. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, first off, trailers are too watch many. the trailer. You got these come on. To, to, I understand. To, to I understand. <laughs> I will do it as soon as we're done with this. Yeah, that's not going to be helpful. But anyway, there's a new Sevenger show coming out, you guys. Um, and you've known about this for weeks now because we're recording yeah. ahead of time for the first time in a long time, <laughs> and. It looks like he fights Garamon in one of them. Oh no! Yeah, so that's okay. kind of interesting. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm liking <laughs> that. So uh, let's do our monster minute on Garamon. Um, let's see here. Um, this is the Generation Two. Um, uh, sometime after the first Garamon's defeat, mysterious man arrives. Blah 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 blah. Um, Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we know that. Um, he is 40 meters tall, 60,000 tons, from the planet Q. Of course. Um, yeah. Um, if the radioactive meteor are used to control the monsters contained within special foil and unable to emit its radiation, Garamon will die slash deactivate. That seems really terrible. Um, well, I mean, it, that was the way that they beat him, so sure, you, you got to go with it because that was the way they beat him. Yeah, he does appear also in, um, what do you call it, uh, the TV show Red Man, that one I told you about where the guy yeah. just goes around hacking people up. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he also has tele- powers of teleportation that trick his opponents. Okay. And sure. um, where's the other thing here? Um, he is also, I should say, da, 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 da. sure. 
I literally just oh, Garamond uh, is set to appear in the Ultra Fight inspired series Sevenger Fight. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, okay. So it is. We is coming back. Everything old is new again. Of course uh, it is. When they bring Garamond. back Bach, then yeah. you'll have your. <laughs> oh, they gotta bring back Bach. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta. Everything old is new again. Like, come on, bring back Bach. I'm like, I just want him to be, even if it's one episode and he's like in it for 10 minutes. Because somebody at Super is like, can we shut these two knuckleheads up? Like, <laughs> you will got what you want. <laughs> They're just going to be so happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we can't do the League of Also Ran Monsters because it's just too expensive and stupid. But, but we can bring back this kid as an adult and it'll be fine. Or, be wait a minute. Hold on. They're doing a seven-year fight thing, right? Why right. not do it as a web series? Which so is they what bring they're doing back in the first place. No, no, not, not Sevenger. They bring back Bach and then and Ultraman the whomever and the also-rans for a web series. <laughs> so, like, 10-minute episodes, and they easily get defeated because they're the worst monsters going. So right, of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> it practically writes itself, I'm telling you. Trademark uh, Rich Conroy. That's right. Yeah. The Garamond suit was later reused for the Monster Pigmon and Ultramon. Ultramon. That was the, the non-union Jamaican uh, of equivalent. Yeah. Um, Garamond serves as the first boss in the video game Ultra Tukonden Tensu. And sure. bizarrely, it can shoot a beam that appear- and it appears from underground. Okay. Okay. The first monster in Ultraman series to be used as an alien's living weapon. Okay. Um, I believe we mentioned that in an early script he was supposed to fight Goro. Yes. Um, and we actually just listened to that on the way to get Dan his first shot. Oh, nice. We listened to that episode. So yes, Which one? The Goro and Goro and Goro and, Goro. and Ted now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, he's really behind. Okay. but <laughs> Well, that was the most recent episode that there was on the, on the podcast, as far as I know. No. No. Then that behind you have to. to you have to download some more. You gotta do. You, is, Catch your up. Set, is your thing set to download automatically on your? What do you use? No, podcast I, Addict? I think so. I use whatever the podcast app is on my iPad. I don't know which one it is. Oh, I just downloaded you're using it that. I don't understand. That. I, don't, I don't understand the Apple. The Apple. Uh, well, as as new episodes of stuff show up, I have to download them. So I probably yeah. just have to download some more of the science. But yeah. Just oh, there's a. There's a boatload, yeah. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, I love it because I got to take him to get. He, he's got to take the second half of his PSAT tomorrow. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did good on the PSATs, and then then yeah, crapped out crap, on the SATs. Crapped a bit on the SATs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm good. hoping he's going to do all right on the PSATs, and because of everything, he gets extra time and breaks and all that. So that's why it's nice. taking two days. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to come back with the one-eighth project. Yes. Right after this. We're back with more of the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. Um, you know, it's funny. The last episode, I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I like the whole thing. The destruction was really good. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what I like 
<laughs> and this is going to be the this is the nittiest of picks, um, or the pickiest of nits. I'm not pickiest sure. Pickiest of nits. Yeah, <laughs> I like the fact that even though the explanation of the Garamon is spurious at best, of course, um, i.e. the Tulsanite meteor, it's an explanation. <laughs> I think it's the first one we've gotten so far. Like, yeah, this weird space rock controls these weird space robot monsters. Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to make sense. As long as it's explained, you can go, yeah, all right. It works within the context of this universe. Fine. <laughs> exactly. Bye. Okay, great. That's We're what happy. I like. You know, like, there's no reason, there's absolutely no reason for, you know, but the the guy with the suits come out and go, Phew, crazy, right? You know, like, <laughs> but he's like, no, this is this again, okay? Cool. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. See you later, crazy cats. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now we're gonna and, go and like you said, yeah. all it takes is the littlest line. And That's you go, it. all right, that makes sense. Good enough. Move on. That's it. <laughs> Little things like I think I think a lot of times writers of stuff like this, and I know I'm guilty of it too. Um because you're so immersed in something, you go, oh, well, it's because of this and this, or, you know, the story makes sense narratively, but, you know, you don't consider the person who's watching it going, well, how did that happen? Exactly. You know, like, exactly. you're trying to get from point A to point B to point C to the end of the story, that's fine. And, and it hangs, it hangs fine. But uh, that one, two lines of color dialogue, that's all. That's all it takes sometimes. Yeah. That's all it takes. And that, like you said, when we were watching Zet, that one line can't be seen by human eyes. <laughs> and you're like, all right, now it makes sense. <laughs> like when you realize, when it dawns on you that uh, Rube has to be, has to be satire of itself because... Yeah. They're pulling out these giant space accordions from where exactly? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. These are the two hunchback Monado brothers. That's right. Sure. So sure. sweet, but the family's genetics is terrible. But uh, oh like, god, yeah, it's terrible. But you know, um, we digress. Oh, but that's what we do. That's right. Uh, the One Eighth Project, Ultra Q, episode seventeen. We're ten away from the end, I believe, Pat. Or, oh my or goodness! Eleven away from the end. Yes. Moving along. All right. Yeah. Four twenty-four, nineteen sixty-six. Hajime Tsuburaya as our uh, director. Uh, screenplay by Tetsuo Kinjo and uh, Saramasa Arikawa is our special skill director. Okay. All right. So, after being trampled beneath a maddening rush of, and now I got another ad coming up on this stupid thing. Oh, hey, fandom. Guess who's going to stop using your website <laughs> very soon? <laughs> really starting to kill me with these ads, especially on mobile. I don't care for it. I um, I'll pay now, you two bucks a month or something if I have to. Yeah, to just to stop getting the ads. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen the movie Downsizing? Uh, only 50 years later than this, you know. Like, <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying is, yeah, this is the movie Downsizing. Right. I, I don't know. If I was like, so- I can't believe Downsizing. Like, somebody went, hey, do you ever see a show called Ultra Q? It's really this obscure that thing that's never going to come out in America. Let's do a movie about it, you know. like <laughs> <laughs> About one particular episode. In- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, I think that's great. I mean, look, the, the concept is, I'm sure, has been done in science fiction prior to this. In I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. That's I'm fine. sure it has. Um, yep. yep. The concept is um, shrinking people so that they take up less space. And eat less and right. you know, take everything less. To, yeah. You know, one one tenth or one eighth or whatever number you want to use. Your As thought. Dr. Evil would say, they are replicas in one eighth scale. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> oh. After being trampled beneath the madness. Oh, no, I'm stuck in Dr. Evil. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wonder if I could read the whole plot that way. No, I'm not you probably could. Yeah. But I think you'd drive everybody nuts. <laughs> Especially mm. me, which mm. is the most important mm. part. Hold on. See, now he's thinking about it, people. Yeah. Now, what's the downside again? Because um, <laughs> you want me to actually pay attention, right? That's true. That's true. Um, so after being trampled beneath the maddening rush of a crowded Tokyo train station, did you see the guy wearing the surgical mask going down the stairs, too? I did. Yeah. I did. And I was saying, I'm like, oh, this guy's ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years ahead of the curve, yeah. but sure. And, I mean, I know having gone through Chinatown, even on a regular basis, you can just see people walking around with masks on their face. Right, because they're, they're sick and they don't want to get someone else sick. It's a very Which, polite thing. I understand. It's very considerate. But I, I, I get it completely. Living in where we're living when we're living now, mm. but I didn't realize it was a thing even fifty years ago no, where I was what? going. Could have just been that guy. He's like, yeah, look, you guys will figure it out sooner or later. But um, I'm the smart one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That, you know, oh, that Lord. guy is like Kenji Yamamoto and the edge of science. You know, <laughs> the cutting edge of this guy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so Eureka discovers these crowds of people volunteering to participate in a new experiment called the One Eighth Project. By the way, how great were the opening titles on this? Oh, I liked how they split the screen into yeah. eight different parts and showed all the different crowds in yeah, each one of the different boxes. Great. I thought it was excellent. That was and, amazing. That was and because great, it's the One Eighth Project, they actually did have eight different sections of crowds running around. Yeah. Yeah. Which was very cool. That was that was super like that was super arty. Yes. Really yeah. that was really, very really well nice. Yeah. And you could see I'm I'm not exactly sure when Mondrian was, but you could see he either got his idea from that or they got their idea from him. Because uh, it's very Mondrian. Mondrian's the one with all the squares and lines and colorful designs and stuff like that. Oh, the painter you mean? Yeah. Do you know how yeah. to spell it? M O N D R I A N Mondrian, I guess. Did you mean Mondrian? I did. Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. Uh, I'm going to say, ooh, well, you know, uh, well, they, they definitely got their idea from him because he died in 1944. Um, okay, so then, yeah. <laughs> he was. Born in March 7th, 1872 in Amersfoort, the Netherlands. Yes, I knew he was in Dutch. That I knew. <laughs> <A> Netherlander? <laughs> Nederlander. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. But anyway. No, I, yeah, very Partridge family. That's where yes. they stole that idea. Yes. <laughs> and you look at this guy's face, you would not think... Uh, it's the word I'm looking for. Like colorful and you know, like well, pop art. 
But I'll tell you what, regimented, this man's face screams regimented. Okay, fair enough. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, this guy looks like he's like, you know, the stuff on your dresser is very out of order. For some reason, I have a German accent that is bad. You know, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But I can't do a Dutch accent as far as I know. Yeah, that's all right. I may wander into one from time to time. But it's not something you can plan on. Yeah. <laughs> I got it's funny. I used to work in a company that was run by a, a like a good hunk of like Vander Slices and I gotcha. Like, lots, lots, Dutch of, lots of Dutch name going on. Van Ben Scoten, you know, stuff like that. And you're like, geez. A couple and of slashes through the O's yeah. and a couple of dots oh, over yeah, different so, letters. So many umlauts. Um, <laughs> the worst part is you know someone's last name, but you're trying to find them in the email directory, and you can't because it's not spelled anything like it sounds. Oh, no. There's too many vowels in one place and too many consonants in another. And like, all right, whatever. Can't we do it? It's my first name? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big hey, organization. I'm getting killed here. <laughs> And the V section, gigantic. Of course it was. That's great. So um, there's a bunch of people uh, volunteering to get in this project called the One Eighth Project. So Eureka inquires about it. She is um, told that, like, oh, yeah, this is the thing that people are going to be doing and blah, blah, blah. And and she's listening to all these people being told you can have as many kids as you want. Uh, You'll get get government subsidies and Right, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Makes it sound fantastic, of course. Yeah. yeah. So she gets herded into an elevator by accident and is reduced to one-eighth her normal size. Of course. <clears throat> now, she learns that the project is being um, tested by the Japanese government as a possible solution to urban overcrowding. By miniaturizing the citizens, cities can allow for the continued proliferation of life on a much smaller scale. Yes. Um then, uh, following her miniaturization, Yuriko is accused of having trespassed into Area uh, S13 without her passport and is going to be jailed. Um, my favorite part is <laughs> the nurse that comes in with the enormous camera and pen. <laughs> Yuriko's like, What's this? She's like, Here's your stuff. This is what you walked in with. I yeah. can't use that. This well, yeah, what the hell good is a giant Pentax to me right now? Man. <laughs> exactly. What am I going to do? Climb up to the the shutter, take a picture, and then climb, go make sure it's the right one? <laughs> that should have been our hint that something was amiss at the beginning. Um, but that's fine. That, when you, they, you, when you find out about the end of this, guys, that sort of logic makes perfect sense. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I've had, that. I've done that. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So they put her in like, uh, like a sort of suitcase jail, which only yes. just has three seats. Three seats. Like it's a shoebox with three seats. Yeah, super uncomfortable. Um, uh, no seatbelts, mind you. So, oh, no, no, somebody's no. going to be walking down the street swinging that bad boy back and forth. Oh, yeah, and you're just going to fly all over the place. Yeah, she's, in that, the, she's in that Flying Dutchman ride at Great Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so they put her in jail, and she gets the, she's in with a full-sized human cellmate, and she tells him, like, if you can get me out of here, I'll make sure you get all the steak you want and all the food you want. And he's like, yeah, sure, I can do that. Yeah. And um, 
he lowers her out with what his, his suspenders or something. Yes, yeah. it was his suspenders. He tied his suspenders together to make a rope. Right. Okay. Let's sure. look at how short that was, and it looked like they were at least two stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, loses the suspenders at that point. So yeah, because once you start to lower her down, there's no way you can hold on to the suspenders because you only, you know, they're only well, body size, and you only have yeah. two of them. Yeah. And there's, <sighs> no, there's no way to get. The back open well that too yeah so <laughs> she gets dumped down the side of a cliff into a into a river which is like okay sure sure fine. sure that's great <laughs> um and uh like moses she is discovered by bystanders uh floating down the river a little bit later um, right right because the, because water starts to go into the box as right. she's floating down the river very effective nice very very well done i did yeah. like that part yeah um and so she gets pulled out by these kids, and uh, they're like, oh, it's from se- Sector 13. Like, I wonder what's in it, and blah, blah, blah. And then these two nuns show up. Yes. And I know, I know this what... sounds like a joke, but <laughs> Two nuns walk into a bar. I mean. <laughs> yeah. And two nuns approach children on a riverbank holding a box. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You would start oh. that joke at work, and everybody would be like, all right, I'm in. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Where's it going? <laughs> I'll see where this is going. Sure. Exactly. Oh, so Lord. they're like, oh, um, you know, uh, we better. This is the property of District 13 in the prison. We better uh, get this back to where it should be. And the kids are like, can't we open it? And they're like, no. And they're like, ah, spoils sports. <laughs> and you know, every kid in the world, A, isn't asking, and B, even if they're told no, they're going to open it anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, well, I mean, they got surprised, surprised as anyone else by the appearance of two nuns, like, seemingly from out of nowhere. Exactly. Like, Materialized like vampires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Yeah. So the two nuns get on a bus, and uh, oh, which also sounds like being a joke. I don't think Everything you, you say about. with the two nuns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah, they do is yeah, Two nuns walk into the DMV, you know, exactly. Um. So they see that it's from District 13, and then they hear Yuriko like, hey, I'm in here. I need to get back to see my friends. And uh, they deliver her to June's office at the Hoshikawa airport. Yes. Um, so she gets out, and it's Land of the Giants. It's pretty spectacular. Oh, it, the effects that they used on this yeah. were very well done. I mean, it was obvious split screens, but it was still effective enough that you could just let it slide. I want to know how much of that stuff was actually giant, because it looked like the phone looked big because she had to move it. That was, yeah, that was the an actual The picture giant. frame looked big. Right, I don't think the, the actual picture was. I think, right. giant, I think it was like a giant, a giant poster. poster like, like, could you know. be done relatively cheaply. Yeah. The most expensive prop that they had was the giant phone. Yeah, which they probably yeah. had sitting around from something else. Like, <laughs> Dial some M Japanese, for murder. <laughs> yeah, some, some, weird Japanese, uh, some weird Japanese episode of the Twilight Zone or something. Exactly, um, exactly. Or, you know, whatever it was. They, they had to have done something where somebody shrank. And, you know, it's 1966. There's only so many ideas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What's great is she sees, like, the memorial photo with the um, 
with the black, black bunting on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the two the two boys show up, and Ipe's like, he's like, all right, take the picture to Era. Uh, June's like, take the picture down. Ipe's like, what are you talking about? This is a, a memorial. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Nothing's going to change. And I get it. I get it. He's in mourning. These are the stages of grief. He's in denial or anger. He's in the anger stage. He's in anger. Yeah, yeah. there it is. So, um, but, but the thing is, like, is, she has to be missing presumed dead, right? Because yes, absolutely. They have no because they don't know where she is, obviously. There's no body. No. Exactly. So, do you think they rented her apartment? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Because you got to figure her rent is paid through the end of the month at minimum. Well, that could be, yeah. I, so, you they know, can't rent the apartment yet. It's a very high population density city, Tokyo, Pat. I'm saying, like, they're probably... Manager can be oh, like, no, you trust know what? Me. She's, she's gone. Let's get her out. Like, <laughs> when when I moved out of one apartment into the apartment that I bought, I mm-hmm. purposely paid an extra month's rent so I could go back and forth and just get stuff. Yeah. And of course, I didn't go for a week or maybe even two weeks. When yeah. I went back in, they were in the apartment, like ripping stuff apart, had moved everything. <laughs> and I looked at the Landlord, and I said, technically live here. <laughs> yeah, I said, I have paid for this month. You have got to give me my month back. Right. And they said, what do you mean? I said, I paid for the month. Right. You've got people in here more than just today. You've got to give me my month back. Right. Oh. And nothing a landlord loves more than giving somebody rent back. Oh, oh they, they just love it. It's their favorite. It's their oh. absolute favorite. They do exactly. It <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> I said, if you want me to take you to court over this small amount of money, you know, and I don't forget what it was at the time, but I can do that yeah. because you're going to lose. Yeah. I paid for the month. Whether or not I was here every day or not, it's still mine yeah. for the month. Yeah. yeah I, can, I don't care if I was paying this to storage hamsters. Like, yeah, it's mine. You yeah. can't do anything until I'm not there, until I don't pay. Yeah, I'm mean, well, granted hamsters may not have been in the lease, but that's not neither here nor there. <laughs> so um Eureka starts to lose hope of returning to normal size and she leaves for area S thirteen. Um in their search for Eureka, June and Ipe discover the miniature metropolis. Um, but their enormous size frightens the citizens, which was great. Like now they are the monsters yeah. in <laughs> yeah. in this town and it was that was just so well done. And the cops, we know the could you guys not do that? Come on, like <laughs> you have to go. <laughs> I just thought it was cool as heck to see them as people walking through this. You know mm-hmm. what you know is miniatures, but oh, it was so well done, and they're yeah. accidentally bumping into stuff and knocking oh, stuff yeah. down, breaking the facade <laughs> of that building with his foot when he's trying to climb over. He's like, "Ooh!" And he, everybody's looking at him like, "You." Come on, ape! Look at you, <laughs> jerk! So, oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but uh, th- that was really nice. And she's upset, and she's, and they're calling for her, and they see her in the balcony, and um, she runs in, and she's upset, and she's like, oh, "I'm never gonna be this way, and it's terrible." Right. Oh, and so she she flees from them. Um, she thinks she's gonna remain in S thirteen. Um, and she gets caught up in a crowd going into another subway down some stairs and falls again and right. eventually awakens in a hospital bed. 
Exactly. And then, and then she sees the goes, oh, well, she had a um, slight concussion. She'll be okay. Right. And then you realize it was all a dream. dream. Right. And, and it's the be- only time I'm going to allow it. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it was done pretty good. It was done well. I don't yeah. have a problem because then you don't even have to explain anything. It's all nope. a dream. You know what? You can get a half an hour episode of cool looking stuff out yeah. of it was a dream. And that's I'm why the, good that's that. why your camera and everything else wasn't shrunk down. <laughs> because it's a weird fever dream that you had after exactly. a night of Bubba Koo's burritos or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I oh, love that I like that whole split screen uh, effect of the tall people. Yes. Uh, well, the regular people talking regular to people. the people in the room. This uh-huh. just had no, no ceiling on the roof. <laughs> but that's an effective way of doing it, yeah. and I don't have a problem with it. I'm like, all yeah. right, you know what? Yeah, right, I'll let it go. Go. Yeah, it's funny, though. <laughs> they're like, you, you don't have a passport. And she's like, I got caught in the elevator. And they're like, exactly. that's exactly what happens in dreams. You're like, uh, you know, uh, you're fishing way of someone it, comes yeah. over, and they're like, you didn't return that library book. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How'd you get? How'd you guys get out here on the lake without a boat? You're not on the lake. You're at Walmart. You're like, holy crap! Here I am with hip waders. Why do I don't even own hip waders. Why am I out here? Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. I love dream logic, man. Like that's when you just when you're dreaming. You're like, I need to, to go sense. to the grocery store, and then you're and at you're the there. grocery store. Exactly. That's what I need to happen when I leave work. <laughs> All right, I don't want to go home. I just be home. The drive, everything, none of that nonsense. Yeah, I know, I know. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, <sighs> I uh, I very much enjoyed these two episodes. Looking forward to next week's the Rainbow's Egg. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't write them down. No, neither did I. But I'm looking them up now. The Rainbow's Egg and oh, challenge from the year. Oh, 2020. There you go. 2020. Okay. Well, there you go. We'll I know we visit that one real that, quick, and now we can actually talk about it. Okay, yeah, fair enough. exactly. Yeah, so we'll see the Rainbow's Egg and Challenge from the Year 2020, and uh, that'll be that. Um, okay. Let me, let me see. I have. Uh, I watched. Finished the Mandalorian. Oh, you did. That oh, was cool. good. Yeah, uh, it was. Here's my only beef. Go ahead. And, I don't, and it's, it's a minor beef, but you're Disney. You have all the money in the world. How come Luke Skywalker's head? Looks like it's floating. In that because body. they had to digitally put a younger head on you his can body. Do it. It's. I think it was rushed. My guess is that the original idea for that was a different Jedi, and, and they decided to. Somebody use went. Him. Well, nobody's going to know who that is. Right. So why not Luke Skywalker? We could do it digitally, and they went okay. And I mean, dude, the. the a month after that aired, there were guys on YouTube who made better deep fakes of it. Than oh, then was actually shown. I see. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like, you guys have all the money in the world. Well, see, that that was the problem because I watched all the behind-the-scenes stuff on The Mandalorian, yeah. which I love. Was that and, on Disney Plus? Oh, it's on Disney Plus. Oh, I have to give behind the scenes. It's excellent. Did, I didn't see that. On the first season, there's a few different episodes of all the different things that they did. Oh, it's interesting as all heck. But yeah. they didn't have all the money in the world for the series. A lot of it obviously went to the special effects that they were using. 
Right. Yes, I give you. They didn't use good special effects for Luke Skywalker, but the fact that they had to pay Mark Hamill to be in the actual thing because he is officially Luke Skywalker. That's where the money went instead of the special effects. I think they could have look. Luke Skywalker is your guy, right? I mean, like, essentially, he's the thread that ties this whole era of Star Wars together. Right. There should not be a point where you release it and go, that's good enough. <laughs> like, All right. Like, All right. I mean, if it was a time crunch, I understand. Like, they, like it was a last-minute change. They called up Mark Hamill. He did his, his thing. His stuff over, you know, remotely through, like, a T1 line or whatever. Right. And then they had to match it up as best they could. I get it. Yeah. But yeah. Like, like the very, very minimal mouth movement. And I'm like, it's a little, yeah. ropey. It's a little ropey. The, it, the Grand Moff Tarkin from Rogue One was better. And that yeah. man is dead. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I know. Daddy, dead, dead, dead. <laughs> like, gone. you know, Peter but Cushing the- is. It shuffled off his mortal coil. But the problem, was, the, the problem you could see when they used em- Emperor Palpatine in uh, Rise of Skywalker, that didn't look great either. And they had all the time in the world. Ian McDermott's alive. But they tried to... The, the, the big bad guy in Rise of Skywalker. Yes, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Ian McDermott is alive. But he it, played... Emperor Palpatine. Like, it was new stuff. It still didn't look good. I'm just saying. Yeah, but like, you know, it still was better than the flo- it, what The floating me, head the was head bad. did not look like it was attached to his body. I know. I'm not arguing, my friend. You know? Uh, like, I, like I said, watch all that behind-the-scenes stuff. You'll thank me for it, because it's really, yeah. really oh, interesting. Well, I get stuff up, so that's no problem. Um, um, very excited. But they uh, did not have all the money ahead. in the world. That's all I'm saying is they didn't. They had a lot of money. I'm not saying they didn't, yeah. but they didn't have all the money in the world. They had to try to figure out ways of saving money here, there, and everywhere. I, I understand that you you say like, okay, um, your budget is what it is, but at a certain point, you're the Walt Disney Corporation, your flagship show on your streaming service should be better for the last final reveal. For a big thing like that, even if you had to delay it a week, everybody like, would have understood. Well, yes. no, people would have been. No, have you have you met nerds, Pat? That no, <laughs> people would have being one, yes, lost their bloody mind. But, but if you would put a thing, even a five minute thing, saying this is delayed, so we can actually get the visuals right, yeah, everybody would say we're rescheduling. You got to come up with some sort of horse crap. Uh, so that they don't go like, oh, there's a big surprise at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? You don't want to wreck it. And so you have to go. Okay, uh, we're doing. The, the, put a put a making of that. They could have dropped a making of special that week. Like, they already had them out. They already had saying, them season. They could have done some, of like something. Out. You got to do I something. Like, I know. Do production already. delays. We have to do a week. You know whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, go ahead. Your second. That's all. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. First episode, great. So good. So good. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I finally watched Kong Skull Island. Okay. Very good. Also amazing. Yeah. Uh, what was the other thing that I wanted to tell people to watch? Dang it. I don't know. Oh, this I is don't know. 
I don't remember. It doesn't that's matter. fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So that's it. I, I also watched, uh, as, as many people know, I do a, I'm doing a movie project of 52 movies in 52 weeks. Right. And the last three years prior. Um, and uh, we're ahead of the schedule right now, Pat. Very nice. Was, Very nice. 21. Oh, look at that. Who's this? Huh? Hey, look, it's Lou. Lou's calling. Oh, well, tell him I said hello. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put him on the podcast for a second. Hey, Lou. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Good. I have several questions for you. Well, hold on, because we're actually recording the podcast right now. Can I call you back in like five minutes? Uh, fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> just for later. Okay. So, everybody, this is the Lou we keep talking about on the podcast that Pat and I reference from time to time. Hi, Lou. So, <laughs> He, he can't hear you, Pat, because I have headphones in. So, oh, that's true. But he says, hey. <laughs> but I'll call you back in a couple minutes, all right? No problem. All right, okay, bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Move forward, everybody. Hey. Man. <laughs> all right. People are going to be like, what? <laughs> what are these idiots doing again? Oh, this is what we do. It's just a little crazy, all right? That's what I'm getting. <laughs> so coming up soon. Um, my review for, or it's actually probably up by now, uh, my review for the Ultraman Taro Steelbook, um, you will probably have heard it by now. Um, there you go. But I'll be recording it after this. Oh. Ah. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to discuss the Ultraman comics very soon, hopefully with a special guest that we shall be revealed later. Yes. So we don't yes. screw it up. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. We yeah. got to do it that way. <laughs> and I have some, uh, I have some, uh, what do you call it? Some emails out, uh, that were just sent out to various people that I'm trying to get on the show. Oh, that sounds cool. That yeah. Sounds very, very Being cool. That we oh. can record remotely. Yes. It's a lot easier to do now. We don't yeah. have to go to here, there and everywhere. <laughs> That's right. And many of these people are West coast people. So we wouldn't have been able to do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the time difference is going to be interesting because we're either going to have to do it after work, where mm-hmm. they are just getting home, or, or when they're getting up at like nine o'clock in the morning. And well, even then we can't because that's noon, and we I got to go. That's oh why I yeah. Work right. at noon. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, and so well, we got to do it basically they, when they get there home. There are also weekends too. So oh yeah, yeah. You know, we make we good make point. do. We'll make do for some of these people. We'll definitely make do. Yes, sounds good. Sounds so, good. That's it. Um, on rate, review, subscribe. Oh, yeah, rate, review, subscribe, all that nonsense. You got to do it. And, and then uh, the, uh, so I'll go with the. Outline. Yeah, you should definitely give that out as you. Given that right now, 1 800 273 8255. They're always there. They're that's ready right. to help. Okay. Uh, have you noticed that on a lot of podcasts, not on a lot of podcasts, but I've noticed on a few podcasts recently, um, some PSAs of don't. If you're at a railroad crossing and the lights are on, don't try to beat the train. Yes. Has there I been, a, has there been a, a rash of people trying to beat the train lately? It, there hasn't been a rash. But what I noticed on some different podcasts, if if they talk about something, they give the don't do this, don't do that. And then, you know, you get the suicide prevention hotline, the veteran helpline, the this, the that, whatever line there is for people yeah. to talk to, yeah. they give that information. Which I'm good with. I've been on a lot of podcasts lately. Like, you've, you're you running late, and you have to stop because the train is coming. But you don't see the train. You may be tempted to try to cross the tracks, but don't do it. And I'm like, 
this is awfully prevalent in a lot of podcasts all of a sudden. I don't know if you guys have noticed it too. Um, but we're not big enough, apparently, to have anyone contact us to do a PSA. So, <laughs> Listen, contact us. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, we don't care. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Give um, us a couple extra months of podcasting. We'll do it anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, that's about it. And, you know, we're getting to the end of Ultra Q. We have to decide what we're going to do next. So let's, um, we're going to have to think about that. Oh, good God, the thinking again. That's your yeah. job, not mine. So, hey, guys. <laughs> Uh, well, we think? got the recommendation to do Mebius. I saw that on I our saw Facebook. That today, yeah. But we don't have access to Mebius right now. Okay. Um, at well, least not super easy access to Mebius. I know what um, we're probably going to have to do is get back and finish Leo as much as we don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at this point, I'm entertained by Leo. But um, <laughs> it's like, do I want to finish that now or do I want to start something new? We probably should finish. Responsibility says finish. responsibility says finish what you're what you've started yeah. and get back to it and get it out of your way. Like at the buffet, <laughs> take all you want, but eat all you take. You know, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. Um, hey, what was uh, real quick? What was your favorite episode of Mandalorian? This favorite of this season. Yeah. Where they had all you don't the have to extra go into super detail, but like you know, just the one where they had all the extra stormtroopers, because those are actual stormtrooper guys. They actually own yeah, their own uniforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, the one with Bill Burr in it. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a great episode. That, that was, was a great episode. episode. Mine just, too. You know, they got they just basically made a call out. Hey, if you want guys want to come, we'll pay a very little bit, but you got to bring your own suit. And they all did because now yeah. that actually puts them in the Star Wars canon. Sure. And they were like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you want to drop me off something? Swell. Yeah, I'll do that. Exactly. Yeah, that was good stuff. <laughs> All right. So anyway, guys, that's it. And on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Bonk. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.